and people of the United States to form a more perfect union, secure the blessings of liberty, reestablish the meaning of the Constitution. Hello, friends, and welcome to We the People Show. This is your host, Tiger, with expert analyst AJ. Today, we will be discussing about the Nord 2 stream pipeline. Now, AJ, first of all, how are you doing? I'm good. I'm good. Uh, I'm glad to be. I'm glad to be back on the show. It's been a little bit. It's been like probably a month or two, but definitely glad to be back on. Yeah, it's good to it's good to speak with you again, and. To give a little background of this Nord 2 stream pipeline as part of our environmental topic series, um, it is, uh, first of all, basic from what basic understanding that I have, it's basically a pipeline that's, that extends from, I think, Germany until, or throughout, from Germany throughout the Baltic Sea, and with ending at, I think, one of the Baltic states, near Russia, between Russia and Germany kind of thing on the international stage. That's why people are talking about it. And to give a little background, a political, geopolitical background, first of all, it's constructed since 2012 or constructed and finished in 2012. And during those years from 2012 until 2017, between President Putin and President Obama, uh, there was this, what they call a gas war, especially during February 2016, you know, uh, the competition for natural gas. And this article from Politico, I saw that uh, the United States under the Obama administration worked with the European Union at the time against this pipeline, Nord 2 Stream. And that's the first presidency to encounter it. The second would be President Trump. And in a, at a 2018 NATO summit, he threatened to put sanctions on any company that decided to get involved with the pipeline. And as I quote from President Trump, Germany is totally controlled by Russia, given that, you know, the Nord 2 Stream deal and Merkel, Chancellor Merkel was known to or is currently known to support it. And currently, finally, under the Biden administration right now last yes two months ago in may uh his administration joe biden waived the sanctions that trump has put on nord 2 stream or nord stream 2 whatever it is the nord pipeline he wanted it because citing that he wanted to be closer to to europe the eu i guess countries and this whole time chancellor merkel supported it as i said and she was at time at times uh annoyed by American involvement. So there we go, folks. That's the geopolitical background behind it. Now, moving on to the environmental aspect of it, AJ, what would you say about this Nord 2 stream pipeline? Well, that's one of the, that's one of the arguing points um, for the side um, that is that's being cited by uh, the United States, especially by the Obama administration and the Biden administration. They're saying uh, they're saying that it's like that it could be detrimental to the environment. Um, 
you know, when you're putting that much that much metal uh, underneath the underneath the sea, underneath the Baltic Sea to be specific, it's uh, it's definitely not uh, definitely not the most eco-friendly uh, situation. And then especially if it were to break hypothetically, or if it were to you know if there were a hole that would pump you know the natural gas out of the pipeline and into the into the sea that would really affect marine life negatively um and so there's like that's like one of the arguing points um for like not wanting this pipeline um for for sanctioning it so then it would almost go away um but there's also other uh argument points that we'll probably get to here later in a minute so so I guess uh, this pipeline brought in some environmental concerns, obviously, was that it could um, impact marine life. Now, um, a lot of, as Trump had said, President Trump had said it's, it's a way that, uh, in a way that used as a political tool in which Putin would control Germany, control, like, I guess, Merkel's energy policy. Now, on this geographic, geopolitical scale aj would you say that's a kind of russia's way of trying to dominate on an international stage um i don't know if dominate is the right word but you're kind of onto something um so a lot of a lot of people are concerned uh with russia's involvement in this pipeline because well, they're the ones who are supplying it. Uh, they're so the the pipeline actually goes from the from like northern Russia, um, you know, like north of Moscow and Saint Petersburg. Uh, there's like a land there. There's like an area up there called the gas fields. That's where that gas is coming from, and that gas is shipped down to those Baltic states, and then it's put down into the pipeline, and the pipeline goes to Germany, and it goes both ways from Germany to russia as well but there's not really anything going from germany to russia so it's really just russia's resources and russia is profiting from it but they're not financing the they're not financing the pipeline at all um the pipeline is being financed by uh by companies that are where their headquarters are like in england germany france uh, I believe Austria, and then there's one more. It's uh, the Netherlands. Um, and, you know, British Petroleum, BP, is one of those big ones. Um, there's a couple others but that are, you know, like more Eurocentric that we don't really know the names of. But um, it's just a little concerning with how, uh, with Russia's involvement in this, um, because it seems like they're, you know they're not building it. They're not. They're not financing it. They're not paying for the upkeep. They're just profiting from their resources. Which I mean, which, in all fairness, I guess that makes sense. But it's kind of a bad deal, in my opinion, for the for the European Union. Um, so uh, it's just a little. It's kind of. It's almost one sided if you if you think about it that way. You know. Uh, I guess I could see what you're coming from there, and and I guess you're right. Dominate 
wouldn't be the right word choice for me. I guess it's just I'm just looking at the perspective of um of someone who would see Russia as an adversary and I think it really depends on which policy you look at like from the US foreign policy perspective regardless of uh, which state department whether it be uh John Kerry, uh Mike Pompeo or the current one Anthony Blinken. So I guess uh, any side could do this, like politicize it, whether it's Putin, Merkel, or the current Biden administration. But so far yeah. as from from what uh, most people would see, it's just a pipeline that extends between countries, and both countries, you know, have their resources. And I'm talking about Germany and Russia. So AJ, based on your research, what would you say would be the origin of constructing like this pipeline like its motive um so so if we just put um if we put politics aside um, right we put the geopolitics aside um germany um and other countries in europe uh are looking for are looking for cleaner um or renewable or uh, just more eco-friendly energy sources. Um, and natural gas is a really clean energy source. It's not renewable, of course, it's, it's a non-renewable, but it's, it's a very clean and almost emissionless, it's odorless. Um, it's, a very, it's a very reliable source of energy as well. And so, and so this is uh, this is kind of what these countries in Europe want. They want something that will they want they want something better than oil um, or coal because uh, a lot of those countries are run on coal. Um, so it's basically uh, just basically an energy provider, you know, to provide energy for homes or mass transport and like in buses or or trams, trains, you know. Um, that's basically all it's for um, like origin wise, um, because mainland Europe is not, is not, you know, is not super rich in resources like of this kind, um, unless you're on the coast and then you have wind or if you're in Spain, then you have sun. But other than that, like in central Europe, like in Germany, Austria, you know, Switzerland, places like that, there's not really a whole lot of there's not really a whole lot of clean or renewable energy of any kind. There's a lot of coal, but like I said earlier, they don't really want to use that. And so, um, you know, they're just looking for other ways. And this natural gas from Russia is a big part of that. I guess uh, the Nord Two Stream Pipeline will be, in some ways, Europe's version of here in the U.S. We have in North America as the Keystone Pipeline. But of course, yeah, how they um, operate, how, how they operate, would be different. Now, of course, putting politics aside, a lot of people, of course, um, giving Biden crap about how mainly from conservatives how they how he dealt with Putin in this pipeline. But of course, all in, in overall, it's just politics. And as I said, we should put that aside and focus more on the environmental aspect of both countries, just like how we as American citizens are caring about 
caring about the you know the jobs, and of the the Keystone Pipeline workers and well that's for for a different episode that we already made so check that one out guys. Now, concluding this, uh, AJ, how would you say about this future of this Nord Two string pipeline, politically or non politically? It's up to you. Um. I'll cover both sides real quick.、Um, so non-politically,、um, non-politically, just you know, I think it's you know, putting politics aside, very, very important in what I'm trying to say.、Um, it's it's very important that that Europe has this pipeline,、uh, in my opinion, because. They really, because of, they don't really have the money. A lot of their countries are like in, in bad debt, as you probably well know. And and these newer and cleaner energy sources、um, are not necessarily cheap. But natural gas is very cheap, and and so it's a cheap and clean way to power their countries.、Um, And so that's that seems like a good deal to me.、Um, speaking from more of a political、uh, perspective, this、uh, it just raises some concerns about Russia's involvement.、Um, some people who who question、um, Russia's Russia's wishes.、Um, With this pipeline,、um, are saying that you know Europe will become energy dependent upon Russia, and then Russia will control the European Union because they're not part of the European Union,、um, which is weird. But、um, they're part of something else, of course. But、um, it's interesting to me that that this is an arguing that this is an arguing point、um, that Russia will. Make the EU dependent on their energy because because、uh, they can shut down the pipeline at any time, and Russia can Russia can't do anything about it.、Um, so I guess it's just for the people to argue about at this point. <laughs> yeah, I guess、um, for the future,、um, the Nord Two Stream Pipeline politically would be just, I guess, kind of a. In some ways, a resource based on to、um, to argue with each other, like the leaders of Germany and Russia, partic in particular, and non politically, it's of course、uh, an energy source between the European Union and Russia, and how it would shape up both countries' relations, or or you know both entities' relations, Russia and the European Union as a whole. As regards to not just foreign policy but energy policy and trade and all that, you know, as y'all could y'all could tell folks that it's starting to click, connecting the dots there, and the Nord Two Stream Pipeline will be will continue to be an issue for years on end. We shall say, and for the U.S.,、uh, presidents change every four years or eight years depending on the terms they they elected to. And their policies will be different, whether it be Democrat or Republican, similar or difference. It's gonna be a continuing issue for、um, 
years on in this nor to stream pipeline i guess in our yeah. lifetime and future generations yeah we're going to be hearing about it um in the future that's for sure um we're going to be hearing about it a lot um so yep. um <laughs> it's going to be become a it's probably going to become with 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 the keystone xl pipeline um this pipeline the north stream as well is probably going to become uh a debate a more of a debate topic as we see like here in the united states just like you know these these resource pipelines here in the u.s or around the world like like where should the united states role be in that you know like that's kind of kind of a talking point for a conservative versus a liberal in in terms of like a debate or a uh like on like on tv right and yeah not just on the national stage it could be a debate on local politics or wherever it's well bottom line it'll be a a debate topic (laughs) yeah so that concludes this episode for the nor to string pipeline thank you and expert analyst aj for giving us details about this yeah no problem uh anytime now, folks, uh, pay attention for next week on July 8th. As y'all know, this Sunday, it's Independence Day. I do hope y'all celebrate the 200-ish, over 200 years old this country is. I can't do the math. I'm kind of tired right now. Forgive me, y'all. <laughs> so anyway, stay safe and celebrate. Enjoy the celebrations, the fireworks, and the barbecue and all. And... Regarding the episode on July 8th, it will be a reflection on Independence Day. And you will be hearing from me and hopefully co-host Bradley Taylor again as I get to see him next week. I'll be traveling back to my college town. Well, currently it's my former college town as I'm now a graduate, college graduate. Still hanging in there right now, still looking for a job. It's just this COVID situation still messing the job markets over. Every place I apply to is yeah, turning me down. Well, the only thing I encourage y'all to have is patience. It will come around one day, a job. And so, yeah, I'll get to see co-host Tate Bradley Taylor, and we will get the next week's episode out about Independence Day on July 8th. And as, like I said, enjoy the celebrations, and God bless the USA. Take care, folks. United States to form a more perfect union, secure the blessings of liberty, reestablish the meaning of the Constitution.